Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, what is up? It's Nicole Jacqueline and this is the Nicole Jacqueline podcast. I am a full-time YouTuber and I also have a slime shop. Yes, a slime shop. I literally sell slime and slime supplies. I created this podcast in the beginning of 2020 and my goal was to have this be a safe space for everyone who is looking to start their own channels, start their own slime shops, or just start their own business in general and discuss the importance of mental health. So if you've been watching me for a while on YouTube or you're finding me now, on this podcast. Hello, welcome to my podcast. And let's get a little personal. Let's discuss things that I haven't discussed on the internet openly and let's just dive into it. Hey you guys, what is up? And welcome back to the Nicole Jacqueline podcast with me, Nicole Jacqueline. You guys, it is Friday and I am so excited because I'm having my first ever guest today on the podcast. You guys are going to live for it. It is an amazing interview with my friend Stacy. She's also the owner of Barcode Grand Rapids and she is such a queen and, and I wanted to have her today on the podcast to discuss how she opened her business, how she started everything from the ground up and you guys are going to love this episode and it truly warmed my heart. Stacey's a very big inspiration in my life, especially as a fellow business owner, a little women empowering other women. She is the definition of a queen, such a great person, but not to gush too hard. Let's just save that for the episode and let's hop on into this. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So you guys, we are here with Stacy. Stacy is the barcode owner. She is Barcode GR's owner and she is such an inspiration in my life and I am so honored to have her here today. I kind of wanted to begin and talk about a little bit about Stacy's background as if she's not here right now in like third person. <laughs> I'm super pumped to be on your podcast. Thank you for so, being here. Yeah, thanks for having so me. So honored. <laughs> um, I started taking bar classes like Six years ago, I was living in Chicago and was looking for something, just something new and different yeah. as far as finding a workout. But also, I was really seeking a community. Yeah. I had been gym hopping a little bit and checking in and checking out of the gym just to like cross something off my to-do list. I mean, I love to work out, but wasn't really digging into a specific program 
which just left me feeling feeling unfulfilled. Yeah, totally. So then I started taking bar classes around the city and just didn't find uh, anything that I really connected to. I really like to sweat. I love to get my feet on mm-hmm. off the ground. Yes. Like I really needed something dynamic mm-hmm. and kind of gave up on bar as a committing to that. A friend of mine had recommended trying the barcode and they had just opened up a studio right where I would go to work every day on and off the train. Mm-hmm. So I literally passed by at least twice a day and so one day I was, you know, walking in to go to work and someone handed me like a two week free pass to go. I was like, okay, well, I have to now. Yeah. And it really it didn't take much for me to realize that it was exactly what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the barcode is very dynamic totally. and we have multiple class styles and that really just fit for what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. But what went beyond the workout was the community that it, that it offered and the empowerment that I didn't even know that I needed was waiting for me at the, you know, at the start of every class. And I felt like I had just connected and found something that really resonated with where I was at. And I was newly married and uh, really searching for a friend group that I hadn't been able to really like hone in on in Chicago. I was commuting a lot and didn't really have a foundation of a social life at yeah, all. Like it was totally just <laughs> a lot of work. And so I loved the idea of building a community around something healthy as well and centered around really giving back to my body and my mind and my spirit. Mm-hmm. Sounds like, no, you know, a little intense, but it's true. Like, I feel like the barcode um, just really allowed me to explore a lot of different parts of my life through the platform of fitness. And so it didn't take long until I was like, I want to be a bigger part of this program. And then I auditioned to be an instructor. And that felt like, I don't know, there were just a million things that I, along the way until I got to the point of Mm -hmm. actually auditioning that I'll, maybe I'm going to cancel my audition and and just be a client or (laughs) whatever, all the the things, (laughs) like just trying to talk myself out of it all the way up (laughs) to the moment where I was about to audition and realized I forgot my contacts. So I had to wear my glasses (laughs) and I was like, you know what? I'm sitting here. I'm right here. I'm ready to do it. So I did it. And, um, obviously I became an instructor and through that process, I really found a group of women that I was searching for and, like fell in love with them through the process of becoming an instructor that really challenged me going through the uh, uh, instructor training process just so much outside of my comfort zone like being in front of people speaking and like getting out of my head in order for them to get out of their head like you know it's such a huge task it like yeah honestly it's like yeah (laughs) it's like fun I love it and I it took me a long time to be confident in it mm-hmm. a lot of hard work and a lot of practice a lot of weird classes um <laughs> all that so um and then I was an instructor for about a year before I was like 
I'm ready to become a bigger part of this. And they were interested in opening up a Grand Rapids studio. So I began the process of, of what that would look like for me and relocating to Grand Rapids. And obviously uh, from, well, not obviously, but I'm from Michigan. So it <laughs> felt right to be back in Michigan totally. um, and Grand Rapids is a growing city, especially when I was embarking on this years four ago. years ago, five years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was just so much potential. So yeah. That's where, that's, that's my like barcode journey. Yeah. I love that. Honestly. And it really is like that for me as a client. When I first took my first class, I think it was like 2018, like April, I think around there. It truly is such an energy and such a positive group of females that I've never felt that before going to a fitness studio or a gym, especially. And I've tried gyms. I've tried that. And I just don't ever feel supported or part of something I never felt like I was part of a purpose or just there for I don't know it was a really weird vibe but for barcode for me I always felt like it was such an empowering community and you as an instructor and owner have always made that a point to keep that energy alive and I think that's truly why honestly like you were so driven to kind of just like dive into I think it was just like it was so where you're supposed to be, obviously, but it's just so telling kind of how you kind of got drawn to it as well. I sometimes can't believe that, you know, all of all the careers I could be in or, you know, thought I would be in definitely didn't see myself here, but you're right. It feels natural and it's been a challenging but rewarding journey. And uh, especially in our current climate, there's (laughs) uh, certainly things that I never expected to be enduring as a business owner, but, mm-hmm. um, I'm very, uh, it's the clients that constantly renew my energy, yeah. um, and their excitement for it and their commitment to it because we know that you can, there are so many platforms to get a good workout, whether it's totally. a free online something yeah. or, um, Lots of digital platforms, digital classes, um, independent workouts, lots of studios in our area. Yeah. So it's truly a privilege when I get to lead people through class, first-time clients, Club Code 300 clients, (laughs) which you just recently crossed. And it's so incredible to watch people transform throughout that first class to their 300th yeah, it's special. It's really... I can't imagine what it's like to watch it happen outside of being a part of the entire process. Like, so much growth and so much strength that you have to have as an instructor and an owner, and you totally exemplify every day. Honestly, like, I don't know how I've taken that many classes. It's insane. But all because of you, honestly, like, you truly have this spirit about you and this drive. I don't want to, like, totally like, flatter you and, like, be, like, all gushy, <laughs> but it's, like, truly... I think that when you really connect to it and it resonates with you like you it, you crave it and you like mm-hmm. in some ways become addicted to it and yeah. you need it because it's just it's your space you that you've created for yourself like yes we're here to like give you that platform of, mm-hmm. of what you need the tools you need but it's always going to be like the client the that brings the the energy and yeah and commits to 
whatever you know their goals are so yeah totally no I could not agree more and it's been a really awesome journey and so I wanted to have you on on the podcast today (laughs) but I kind of want to talk a little bit about how the process works for even opening a barcode studio because I can't even imagine like the steps and I have no idea how that process works so yeah how does that process work here um I think for everybody it's going to look a little different yeah but um so uh the barcode's a franchise so there's multiple studios multiple owners um across the hashtag barcode nation hey. and <laughs> um so like I said, they uh, were looking to open specifically in Grand Rapids. I was interested in that. So the step first steps for me were to like, A, get my husband on board. And <laughs> so Matt has a job with some flexibility as far as where he was able to work remotely. Mm-hmm. So once we knew that that was possible, we applied and just started literally one thing at a time. I mean, of course, the whole greater process was an overwhelming picture of things to do but my personality type is like let's make a list and (laughs) let's check it off loveless and (laughs) so that's definitely my approach not not to say that it was that easy of just making a list and checking things off but um you know of course we had to once we you know knew we were moving forward in Grand Rapids we had to start thinking about our demographic and where we wanted our space to be located and really having to readjust our mindset from like what it a typical Chicagoan type commuter lifestyle work workout social life balance um, looked like to reframing that and discovering what that looks like in Grand Rapids and in a growing city and maybe a city that doesn't really have a lot of um, exposure to bar specifically as a workout so um, as you know, I came from Chicago. I was definitely craving that downtown energy and had a studio location selected downtown for a year, went pretty far along in the process and, um, it ended up falling through and that's really where I start to position that, take the position that everything happens the way that it's supposed to. And I hit a lot of obstacles in that first location because, there was just sort of some some curveballs and learning curves, and I'm probably wouldn't have said this in the moment, but I'm thankful that I went through that yeah. because I learned so much and it prepared me for. Um, well, I felt like I had gone through so much before I finally was able to open that I was like, I can do anything. Like I've already hit so many obstacles from yeah. the moment where I was you know, seeking financing. You know, I think that for a lot of women in business, it's, it's, um, you know, we're the minority and in some respects. So it's important. I always, I'm, I'm, uh, empowered to talk about my experience in that arena, um, because I struggled a lot and I got told no 12 times by 12 different banks and you know that I couldn't be financed to like pursue this dream of mine that I had like relocated and um started my life a little bit started over and as far as my career especially starting that over so it was there were a lot of obstacles just to get to the point where I was starting to sign a lease and build out a studio. And then once we started that process, there were a even greater set of learning curves and obstacles that just 
I learned a lot from in a, you know, when you think about like your realtor and your contractors and your landlords and your financing, it's all very male dominated industries. Definitely. Um, yeah. And so I had to certainly find my voice and um, I don't know, just be like very meticulous about my communication and yeah. all things that really built a thicker skin and and like established a stronger skill set for what was next and like once we were open and the doors were open and the people were coming like then it got really fun you know so there were a lot of obstacles to get us to that point but once we were open then it was like this is why this is the why this is why I'm doing what I'm doing um, because like we talked about earlier, just the, the client engagement and the interactions and the a way that I was able to start over in some ways as far as like my social life and my professional life and those worlds kind of colliding within this one space. Um, yeah, it was, it's been awesome. Yeah. You know, it's been, it's been um a great experience that I don't know no matter what happens with my future I will always like appreciate this time and this platform that I've been able to start my business yeah yeah honestly it's so inspiring to hear that and to keep going back and to not give up I mean honestly personally if honestly personally actually (laughs) if I were to be told no that many times it's I don't know how many I don't know if I could keep going back but that's so you have to really want it and keep going for it yeah I mean that is so plausible honestly to hear that if you kept going back and were like no I need this to happen it's going to happen and you made it happen yeah and there was a lot of like um okay so why am I being told no okay so then now I know why now I can readjust and try again and then get told no again and then you know again keep going on and on with that process and I think ultimately when it came down to being told no enough times to realize this is not the space for me Mm -hmm. and then I finally got told yes on this space and was like it's not the space yeah and I walked away from a yes and I started all over again and then found the location that I'm in now and it just was a better fit for my business plan yeah and I just I learned so much in that time but also through the struggle and uh the connections that I made in the in the Grand Rapids community and the resources that I was able to, free resources even, that I was able to connect and tap into, uh, I learned, again. I just, it was just a learning process. Yeah. And those like hard things, the very, very like not glamorous part of owning a business <laughs> were very rooted in, in my process of opening. Um, and so once it came down to like selling memberships and bringing the people in and like, oh, this is, this is where I'm going to thrive the good stuff. because I've already like <laughs> just been in the trenches of opening this business and figuring out the logistics and, and the details. And yeah, then I was able to really tap into the fun parts, not to say that, you know, there aren't any struggles now, but, um, totally. it's. I, I just have a different perspective, I think, knowing that I had so much struggle or struggle early on. Um, I think that really shaped the perspective of, like, this is truly an opportunity that I've created for myself and that I've been able to uh, find resilience even in some really challenging 
obstacles. And yeah, I, I was just really thankful to be able to persevere and want to keep going because ultimately, like I knew that once we got up and running, that it was going to be something that people enjoyed and, and connected to. Yeah, and I feel like everyone always talks about whenever they own a business or they whenever they're recommending tips on having a business or starting a new project, you have to love it because if you hated it and if you genuinely don't like what you're doing and you have the wrong like the wrong motivations behind it, you wouldn't be sitting here right now being part of it because if you truly have the wrong intentions with it and you don't love it, you can't you just don't love it so you don't genuinely want to spend time on it. Like you yeah. need to have that drive to you know, not sleep as much for like a few nights or have a, have a few all nighters or, you know, lack the sleep and take some more coffee in. And it's like that kind of drive is something that you have inside of you that no one can teach you. But also it generally shows, obviously, how, I mean, it maybe it's not obvious, but I, it just comes off so naturally. And I think for me also as a business owner, I have a slime shop or doesn't know I have a slime business, wow. <laughs> but it's all online. So it's so different. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just like a start. And then it was like obstacles, like, and didn't have that structure to kind of shape my perspective of it. So I love that you had that to kind of shape your whole process and kind of laid a really good, a really nice groundwork for it. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously it's going to be, it's a rough journey still, but it's like, not that it's rough, it's a bad word choice. I mean, like, the journey isn't over. It's always going to be something and will always come up. But it's like, once you get that thing started and going, it makes all the little obstacles so much less of an obstacle. You're like, yeah, you're like, like, yeah, this, this. like yeah, this sucks, but, like, let's keep going. Yeah. And you always kind of, like, just, like, preach that. You're yeah. like, yeah, this happens and whatever. Like, life, life moves on. And I'm like, dang, like... She's right, and it does. And I, I get so caught up with myself. I'm like, yeah, but this one thing happened, and I like, can't get past it. And it's like, yeah. yeah, but life goes on, and if you don't move on, like life will look, keep going by you. Yeah. So, I think that there's just like this part of me that, like, okay, you acknowledge the truth. You see, yeah. you you see, okay, this is my situation, or this is where we're at today, or this happened, and I can't go back and change it. But like, how do I move forward? Yeah. How can I change? This is. Yeah, this is where I'm at. How can I pivot? Oh my gosh, that's like the word of 2020. I'm just like constantly pivot. pivoting. But. Oh, the worst. Well, like maybe the best, but also the worst. I don't like change. Oh, <laughs> I know. It can be, it's a love-hate. Love-hate all the way. But, but yeah. I I think that when you, just something you said earlier, like you're not face-to-face with your slime community, but like yeah. look at the community that you've built and it's incredible and that's also i think because you you just radiate that even from screen to screen like connecting online like yeah. you have such a weight of connecting with your people and um finding ways to like make them feel like they matter and they do yeah. you know and you totally. you make people feel that way and that's like something you can't like that's just authenticity and totally. it really is true to you and I think that is so inspiring. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, it's it's honestly been in a really funny in not it's not funny at all. In a really interesting year to kind of find out how I can talk to my viewers and my like people that buy from my shop every single week mm-hmm. because last year I got to have conventions or different ways to like 
physically talk to someone and like hug them and have those heart to heart moments. Mm -hmm. And it's been hard to kind of keep myself like passionate with it and like super in touch with my viewers. And that's when it comes down to it. It's like, if you don't love it and you don't have a drive for it, like you're not going to be successful with it. Not to like make it like that, but it's truly like you have to have a drive for it and kind of be always looking forward. I'm been trying to kind of lately talk about that with myself and I always like to harp on the past or I'm like oh I could have did that last year I can't do it this year and it's like you can't look at life like that you have to always be moving forward and I'm like yes this current time is kind of it's kind of shitty for the business everything is so different right now but that doesn't mean that it couldn't it's not going to get better like things are going to get better things have to get better and even if they aren't the same like business model as last year it's going to be something that works and it's Mm -hmm. going to always progress and but I think also these mindsets that we've kind of achieved not to like speak for you but I think through all this like like just like through all this struggle and all this hustle you kind of rework your whole mindset because you Mm -hmm. kind of have to it's like you're your own boss you really have to have a strong mindset and if you don't like figure out how to get there yeah because it's like dang <laughs> I it's like something that's written in our mantra at the barcode but I think about it quite often is that we are constantly evolving yeah and there's so much comfort in staying the same but like I want to grow and I yeah. want the people around me to feel empowered to also grow mm-hmm. and that's not always easy to to evolve because there's sometimes struggle within that. Um, but we all know, especially if you take <laughs> in any of my classes, that you have to struggle a little or yeah. a lot mm-hmm. to become stronger. And yeah. it's it's always um, something that I bring into my day-to-day life, even outside of the in, you know, in-studio experience. But yeah. Um, yeah, truly. It's just like getting uncomfortable. Yeah, I just feel like this year has really taught business owners in general, just like people and just the things that I've seen play out. And you really have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because especially as as someone, like as both of us who own businesses and every day kind of is like that. You don't mm-hmm. know what's going to come the next day and you right. have to just like be like, okay, yeah. well, here it comes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great point. I think that especially like I mentioned earlier like I love my to-do list yeah and that really hasn't changed but I've definitely had to adapt um and it's not always easy but to the idea of um plan to like plan to change or like plan for everything to change I don't know I'm not saying that right but there's like some quote yeah anyway um I haven't had enough coffee to remember it (laughs) needs more coffee yeah always um but yeah I just like being adaptable and mm-hmm. knowing that there are things that are going to pop up and there are days when you're just going to crush it and you're going to get everything on your to-do list Absolutely. done. And there are days when your productivity looks a little different than, so you true. know, checking stuff off of a list because we are we are more as people. Yeah. We're more than like our to-do list, <laughs> our productivity. Yeah, totally. I'm speaking to you, Nicole. I'm like, what? No, like, it's about the list. I love that you said adaptability and being adaptable to what whatever comes because I thought about this for a while. I was like, I have a degree in journalism, but I work as a YouTuber and I have a business now. I know nothing about 
what it is to be a business owner. And I thought about it. I was like, I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to get a big degree and pay a lot of money and do all this. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, the idea of it sounds like kind of fun for the, for a second. But then I was like, school can teach you so many things. But truly, the way to learn and to just start and to start adapting and start learning is just to do and just, just keep progressing and doing the dang thing because I could go to school for, not to like discredit college degrees or anything, and, and I have a degree, I'm not saying it's not a good idea to go to college, but I'm just saying you don't have to have a degree in exactly what you're going to be pursuing. Mm-hmm. I always thought that. I was like, oh, and I think it kind of is like how our society is it's like okay what do you want to do at like 18 you're like uh <laughs> i want to hang with with my friends like you don't you know i don't know yeah. little did i know i would end up where i am today everything does fall into place even though i hate that because i want to control everything and i want to just be in control of where my life's gonna go but i can control i can try and i can try to obsess over every detail and i can try to make sure every day is going to go to plan and work out. I'm going to have this happen. I'm going to make this money. I'm going to do whatever, whatever, the, whatever my goals are. But then things like the freaking virus comes in and the pandemic shuts everything down. And could anyone have predicted that? Or like, like literally no. I mean, you just can't. Um, so I think these kind of times are truly shaping us more than we're realizing right yeah. now. Because... And I think that there's, like, an element to, like, trying to plan for the future, but also, and I think it's good, yes, be proactive, like, educate yourself and and whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. You know, for both of us, we went to college, and I, um, I appreciate that experience because, yeah, I, I mean, I went to school for sales and marketing, and I definitely am using that in my day-to-day now but I also don't think that it was because of that degree that I became like I think I always it was a little bit uh destined for me to be some entrepreneurial type of position I think that that's something that I've always connected to from a young age but like when I was wheeling tomatoes around my neighborhood selling them (laughs) you know that like my mom always kind of jokes about that yeah I love that so but I think that there's just like you have to allow yourself to be and it's hard at a young age because I remember being um uncertain about everything and but you have to allow yourself to be in the present moment (laughs) and not think about the past or like where am I going to be in the future or am I going to get to that point? Like right now in this moment, these are the things that I can control. And this is the work that I can put out there. And this is like, be all in, in the moment you're in Mm -hmm. and allow that to take you to the next moment and the next moment and be open to like networking sort of things, like be open to meeting people and letting that sort of take you to the next thing versus, and this is like preaching something that I'd never even listened to myself, but I feel like as I've, (laughs) as I've like experienced things and I definitely believe that if I, the more that I allow myself to be in the present moment, the more opportunities that have come my way. And and it's not that I say yes to every opportunity, but I can feel them with yeah. my experience of like, this is like the root of what I want. And this is where 
of course we want goals. Like we have to, but that doesn't mean like, there's no parallel line from like, this is my goal and this is how (laughs) I'm going to get there. Like, you know, it's it's like, it's like a million different directions before you kind of get to where you're supposed to be. And I think that a lot of that just comes from embracing the journey and whatever shape that takes and allowing yourself to be open to the experience and open to the opportunity. Yeah. And Honestly. And and like following your own like personal guidelines of or like personal values of yeah. you know what you want and what you don't want. Yeah. And that giving yourself permission for that to change as we go through things. No, I, I fully agree. I I love that you mentioned being present in the moment and being like ready to like take on what's here right now because I did that all the time where I don't even look at what's happening around me at the exact moment because I'm focusing on what I want to happen or what I just things that I can't even control yet or even like physically see or touch or whatever it is but I want them so badly that I'm probably missing out on what's right in front of me and I'm a big list maker I love to always plan and do all that but when I look at it and I seriously look at myself in the mirror and I'm like wow some of the best moments and those best like amazing times where things were just like so good but when I was just present and in the moment and not obsessing over details of everything that I can't even control I want to control it but I just can't and that's how you get to that like good grit and you like truly tap in to whatever it is because Mm -hmm. you have to just let go of Mm -hmm. time it's so much easier said than done obviously like I preach and I'm like but then I'm gonna go home tonight and do it but then I'm gonna be like (laughs) well you know chill <laughs> so yeah um say? sometimes it's the anticipation of like yeah. what's going to happen or we want to happen that can like well for me personally when I'm anticipating what's going to happen then I sometimes start to lose presence and yeah. like get anxious about what if it doesn't happen or what it, like I don't know I start to get tied to outcomes that like maybe aren't even realistic or that I don't really even need to like stress about. I don't know. Just like putting my energy into um, being present has helped me like get out of that. Like, did I miss an opportunity or like how can I create the next one? Staying present and allowing some things to come in and out. Not to say that you can't, you shouldn't like have goals and and try to um, do what you can to make those things happen for sure but like if you're putting it out there you know totally it's just just like finding a balance between like keeping everything just like keeping your energy present like for whatever's happening right now but also having those goals but not obsessing over them which the balance is such an internal like it's a delicate line how do you balance like it's like but you're also trying to like you know do things today that impact the future so it's all of the little things and then i could sit here and obsess over it for hours You know, it's one of those things like getting out of your head, especially as we both own businesses. If I say that one more time, like we are aware, Nicole, like we know it's what's happening here. (laughs) We've established that already. And it's just like, I have had to really work on getting out of my own head so I can just like do. I've been trying to just get out of my head lately a lot more. And whenever I feel myself doing it, I like out loud will just be like, oh my God, Nicole, get out of your head. head. And I'm just like, I need to get out of whatever I'm doing. If I'm like on my couch doing whatever on my laptop or just I have to move and switch because I'll obsess over it for hours Mm -hmm. and it ends up, you know, taking back from what I could be doing or could be working on. And so much of your work is built around like your creative process. So if you're feeling any sort of like creative block, yeah, (laughs) you're getting way in your head. I mean, we kind of have already like touched on this because 
we have talked about balance and maintaining and like pivoting and, and everything, but I kind of wanted to, if there's like one thing that you've had to work on the most because of the pandemic and shutting the doors of barcode for, I think officially said six months today, Yeah, which that's so crazy. Like, yeah. If you had to say that, I mean, maybe not one thing, but if there's been anything that has been so hard or something that has like taught you a huge lesson or just anything that you've like drawn from the pandemic and then like tied with the barcode and just all of that. Well, certainly when we had to close, like my whole world went and flipped upside down, (laughs) but (laughs) I went from like going pretty hard all day morning to night um, between like morning and evening classes and then everything that happens in between, which you know, there are so many different aspects to running a business I'm kind of came to a screeching halt in and I was just like um stuck inside literally in the house with all these emotions and these um this feeling of for the very first time in a a very long time that I wasn't going 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 you know and so I think like everything in this pandemic there's nothing about it that I would choose you know I wouldn't want I wouldn't choose this especially for my business but um I've definitely pulled that like your mental well-being is so important and that's so ironic for me to say of course because I I run a fitness studio where like your mental well-being is certainly impacted every time you show up for class Mm -hmm. and I wasn't creating that for myself. It was something that I was like preaching a lot, but um, wasn't really creating that space for myself. And so I really just took the time while I had it to to lean into how hard that is for me to allow myself to um, have the freedom and have the space to discover my my emotional and my mental like wellness and caring for myself in that way and I I mean it's it's obvious to me now that I look back on it like the more that I can put back into myself and care for myself the more than I can be available and be present for other people Mm -hmm. and and so that was a huge growth moment for me there were like a million struggles in the pandemic like just not being able to go as much as I wanted to not being able to see my people and connect with people going from being an in-studio to a virtual studio you know all those types of things but I think at the end of the day and things still look different and there's still we've made progress by opening the studio but there are still a whole different set of obstacles that we'll start to face but I think that um knowing that like I wasn't alone, obviously, in this specific situation. I wasn't alone. There were so many people that were going through the same thing that I could lean on. But I've learned that or further the the knowing that I can do anything. Like I can get through anything. And it's so much of it is perspective. And it's it's your outlook on it and the way that you respond to things. And, you know, I've I do believe that like if I'm putting out negative or if I'm constantly negative about my circumstances, I'm going to get negative back. And it's, it's I'm not saying that I'm never negative because I'm human, totally. but I really want to 
maintain, find the silver lining, find that sliver of positivity in even in the worst of circumstances, because if you can, you can survive a pandemic. (laughs) Which to say that is not light. Like that is crazy. It is crazy. And, and I think that there are, I mean, you, we've talked about this a lot, just the things that we've had to endure and the way that we've had to uh, pivot, you know, we've pivot, pivot, pivot all this last six months. And it's allowed us to find different creative ways to stay connected to our communities and find different ways to keep powering forward in a way that is different and new and unique to where we're at right now. And some things I want to keep in this change and some things I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to move forward from those things, but honoring the process, accepting where we're at and then finding new ways to move forward. Like once I was able to just accept the situation, it didn't feel so scary anymore. And it took a lot of that fear out of it. And I, I empowered myself to try new things and, you know, I think we had just crossed our two year anniversary when we opened or when we were shut down. So I was like finding a groove and like had a rhythm and started to sort of step back from that, like working 80 hours a week to finding a little bit more work-life balance. And then all these things changed again and now I'm sort of like starting that cycle over a little bit but I think that that's okay I mean I you know we're totally we're evolving totally we're, we're always evolving and I saw this quote somewhere from someone it's always I'm yeah. like I can never phrase it the right way but um talking about how leaving the pandemic how we are probably leaving the pandemic with things that we never thought we would be realizing or and also not going back to things that we used to do or used to kind of every single day. And I mean, honestly, I, for me, I would always run myself down. Like it was like a weekly thing. I was like Monday, I would, I would just hustle my, so it didn't think nothing wrong with hustling, but I was like working myself into the ground and like traveling and doing all of these things all the time. And I do love it. I do thrive. I think I thrive. And then I ends up like falling into million pieces. Mm-hmm. And it, for me, it took the world shutting down, which sounds so freaking dramatic, but I mean, it's a blessing <laughs> kind you. of. Yeah. yeah. It took me that to kind of go like come to this like halt to be like, wow, I'm going so fast that there's so many things happening around me that I'm not even aware of. Yeah. Like, things that maybe I'm like, I could be doing myself or if people that I'm paying that I could be like doing myself or just different things that when you go so fast that you miss out on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not like thankful for the pandemic, but there are so many things that I can draw from it and that I've, I will take with me forever. And I think a lot of us have matured like years of <laughs> years of life in this last six months because it's just been us with ourselves like mm-hmm. it's like you and yourself the, all the time which is like okay cool <laughs> like nice <laughs> what would we do without our dogs what would we do with our dogs honestly <laughs> our dogs were so happy that we're home all the time they're probably like oh. low-key kind of like can they go back to work now this yeah. is insane yes um but yeah it's and i love that you mentioned that and how it's truly how much you had to like face and yeah like you just kind of have to because it's yeah. like well it's just you gotta do it now and Now's the time to kind of face those things and work on those things and try to see the positive in it. And it's it really is like that you can't, you have to find the positive in it and always be looking 
on the upswing and mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm human also obviously yeah. so I always I, I tend to kind of be negative and always be like oh well that I should have had that that should have been mine like why didn't this happen to me and it's like if I just sit here and I say these things and preach this I want all this negative whatever it's not going to come back nicely and also I don't feel good mm-hmm. putting the energy out and that's for me something that I realized in the last six months was that I tend to kind of harp on what I don't have and what, I, what I'm not getting and not realizing that it's like it's not supposed to be for me and obviously this year has taught us that a lot of things aren't meant for us and that's yeah. okay question mark but you know it all I comes back you. around I feel you I think that in some ways like this is this time has created uh, opportunity to like reconsider and rethink how we run our day-to-day lives and really pull back to like what is the most important thing and not the thing that remains the same for me is that fitness is important to me yeah moving my body uh creating space on my schedule for myself is still important to me and so when i prioritize that and um surrounded by um a group of like-minded people that also prioritize that like we will there's a will here to want yeah. to work out so we will find the way to make it happen yeah. and so through this really hard time we are still moving together whether yeah. it's behind a screen oh, in our outdoor studio space or <laughs> yes. you know now obviously we're back inside um so it's we've we've all been through this thing together which makes us i think a little bit more bonded and it will help us through whatever is next yeah not to say that like we yeah you know no i i i I honestly like (laughs) coffee (laughs) i I honestly couldn't agree more it's we've been through so much together and more than we realize and all of these just like adapting to like the live streams or doing bar workouts on our own at home and in your living room yeah Yeah. what never thought i'd do that before (laughs) and like it's funny because that's like the reason why i joined i didn't want to do i didn't want to do at home workouts but it's like knowing that everyone else was doing that keeps everyone together in a way yeah i know i'm not alone doing this and it just keeps that sense of community together so when we all finally came back in like in, in like distance and outside still it was just like we've been through it but we haven't been together, but it made this awesome connection. And just mm-hmm. like th- that, that first class back on the lawn, I'm taking it with you, I think. Oh. It was literally like so emotional just to think about what we've been through. And it was like a beautiful sunny day. And it was just so like, wow. Once you get to that moment and you're like, I freaking did it. Like I pushed so hard. I faced things and pointing so hard right now. I'm like, yeah. you do. <laughs> and it's like, preach. preach. And it's just like that energy is literally unimaginable. You're like, dang, we freaking conquered a pandemic. I mean, we're conquering. I'm yeah. It's not over, but conquering. you know, we've made a lot of progress. Yeah, we have. Which, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's crazy the things you you don't even know you can do until you're doing them. You're like, oh my God, and we're doing this. Like, yeah, and we're happening. in it. Yeah, here we are, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> so I think that there's, it's not ideal, no. But um, in the way that we were, we've, I mean, I've seen so many business owners just make it happen, figure yeah. it out, try something new, and and navigate through this time that, it's been incredibly inspiring, yeah. you know, getting creative 
and yeah, getting getting back to um, survival mode. Getting back to survival mode. <laughs> yeah. Not back. That's not a that's not a mode that I like to be in. But it is, <laughs> is very reminiscent of like when I first opened the studio. Of like, okay, this is my circumstance, and this is the goal, and then like everything that happens in between and it's sort of starting that mindset over again a little bit with with some experience and a little bit of skin in the game yeah um but knowing that I did it once I built something up once I can rebuild even stronger and I don't care if that sounds cliche I know it's gonna happen you know I know that that's how I will I will rebuild stronger I always like to come back to like my why and that always brings me brings me back to like a sense of self and like the found my foundation of Like, this is where I started and, like, your humble roots. And, you know, I think that that has been really a good place to tap back into in this pandemic. Like, um, at the Barcode, we I love to do a lot of events and, like, get creative with partnerships. And when you kind of strip all that away, I, it, that the possibility of doing all those things when we were shut down like it just brought me back to like the foundation of like give a good class experience yeah and empower your people to keep pushing and creating space for themselves even in this really challenging time and and it didn't always have to look like create space for yourself with a workout like create Mm -hmm. space by just caring for yourself however that looks yeah to support our people mentally, emotionally, um, and give them something to relate to. And that's my why. And that's my foundation of where I started. And, you know, I've really been tapping back into that. And I think that it's, it's good to come back to your roots. Oh, I totally agree. It's like, never forget where you came from. Yeah. And that, I think I have, we can definitely agree on that. It's like, when you tap back into that, you're like, wow, this is why I started this. This yeah. is why I love this. Yes. this. This is why I'm here. Not because of the yeah. other stuff. Like, this is why I started. Yeah, yeah. And it's very, oh, it's so good. I love like, it. I'm tapping back in. <laughs> tap, tap, tap in. <laughs> and yes, you guys, that pretty much wraps up this episode. I will leave the barcode GR Instagram down below as well as the website. And I will also leave her Instagram down below for you guys to go and check out. If you guys are listening still, make sure to give it a five-star review and comment a review down below as well. It helps me out so much. It just helps everyone else find this podcast and just help out the reviews, baby. Um, but yes, you guys, I will leave all the Instagrams, all the details of this episode down below for you guys. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. It was so fun to record with Stacy. She is honestly such a light in my life and she's so, so inspiring. And you guys, she is everything. And yes, you guys, I will see you guys. Well, I won't see ya, but you guys can catch me next week, Monday, because I am posting Monday and Fridays now on my podcast. So because, mostly because I just can't stop freaking talking. So it's okay. We'll figure it out together. Um, But yes, you guys, I will see you guys in the next episode. All right, guys. Bye.